welcome to the struggle in victory. You are here, my friends, because you are striving to hear stories of people overcoming challenges in their life, pushing themselves to new heights beyond anything they thought possible, beyond anything their friends or family thought possible. Sit back, enjoy the stories, and see what you can make of your life. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Struggle and Victory. Today, I am joined by Mr. Roberto Corona. What's interesting about Roberto Corona is this man is from Iquique, or Iquique, Chile. We were just talking about that off here. But he is a world-renowned traveler, but he's also known as the Smile Collector. He's the founder of an international project called Collecting Smiles, which portrays ethnic diversity and cultural richness sharing stories that inspire us to smile in a journey around the world that has taken him seven years of development, hitting 77 countries so far. Roberto travels with his little friend, Robbie Smiles, a ragdoll loaded with all the love and happiness of thousands of people who by hugging him have connected with his good energy. The legend says, if you hug him tightly, you will be able to feel the beating of his doll's heart and make a a wish which will come true when you fulfill three missions of kindness that illuminate the day of those who are willing to be infected with the magic and love of this movement for, for a kindness and most generous world, one smile at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Robert Roberto Corona. So R- Roberto, thank you for joining me today. Uh, thanks so much for inv- inviting me. I'm really excited to share a little bit of my story here. <laughs> so jumping in, if I've seen doing, doing the research on the videos you've sent over and the stuff you've done, you have a background in photography. How did you get your start there? Wow, photography has been always a way to express myself. Is for me is painting with light. And I remember being a child and see my father as a photographer too. Even he didn't uh, do photography his whole career. He was like the example for me and I follow his steps. Uh, I studied engineering in informatics and computation, but then I connect with my passion when I was doing my first uh, job as an engineer, developing a website for some clients. So I was using photography to show their products and put together a really beautiful website. I, I want to feel proud of my work. So I discovered photography as a way to uh, communicate and express myself. and. From that moment on, photography has been part of my life. Interesting. So you mentioned seeing your dad doing photography. Was there anybody else that influenced your your desire to get into photography or other mentors or people that you look up to? Well, it was always in the family. It's been, it feels like it was so natural for us to carry a camera and take pictures of all the situations and even when we are traveling uh, or having some holidays together, uh, the camera was always there. So it feels so natural for me just to keep taking some shots. And uh, at that moment was different, wasn't digital. So every time you take a picture, you must wait uh, for to be revelated. And and that's how I I used to uh, build my, my experience in photography. And now it feels like it's so easy. It's, it, we have 
a phone camera in, in the cell phone. Uh, we, we have access to different type of photography. So uh, even my, my nephews and nieces are able to take photography from the phone and it's so accessible. Uh, so the, the photography has been evolving so fast um, but for me, it has been always a way to express and communicate how you feel because uh, I discovered that photography can show uh, what I'm passing through, even without using words. And that's how I've been able to express myself. When I was traveling and using photography was a way to tell my story, the places I was visiting, the people I was connecting with. That's my language. And it's part of my life, it's, it's, it's part of, of what I do in the daily basis. <laughs> you mentioned the, the language of how you communicate what you're feeling. Is it possible to describe a, a certain picture image and it, you, you see it and you look at it and say, wow, I remember at this point I was feeling this way or I'm, yes. I met this person or I was just coming from this location. Do you ever have that? Yes, yes. I'm so connected with those moments because it's like a passcode to those memories. Each time I, I, I see a picture, I'm able to travel back time and get there. And I even recognize uh, the situation, the conversation that I have with that person. In, it's so vivid in my mind. So it feels like uh, that picture brings back uh, those emotions. So because I've been collecting smiles and sharing those pictures every day uh, from, from 2013 to date, I, I feel like I do a daily exercise of reconnection with positive vibe, with positive moments, with beautiful people that was uh, sharing a smile at that moment and sharing a little bit of their, of their story. And that's make me feel so grateful. Uh, and I think that's the purpose of my project is to bring back those beautiful memories and uh, make the other people smile through what I share. With the world travels you've done, all the countries you've visited, were you a world traveler before Robbie Smile started or did Robbie Smile start from your world travels? Wow, uh, that's a good question because uh, before I started with the Collecting Smile project, before Robbie even exists, I have so many dreams. Like I, one of my, my dreams was to travel the world. But because I was busy, like I was working that hard, I didn't have time to do it. Even I have the resources to do it at that moment because I was building my business and I was doing really well. But I felt so stressed and burned out because there wasn't time to share with friends, family, and I didn't have time for myself. Sometimes I, I had to, to uh, stay two or three days working without even sleeping just to get the, the work on, on time. Uh, th there was so many deadlines that I need to achieve and there was a really stressful time. And I remember, um, I feel uh, confused because 
uh, I was proud of, of myself. I, I, I was proud to be a successful young entrepreneur, but uh, I, I was dreaming about traveling the world and I couldn't. Even I ha having the money to do it, I couldn't. I was trapped in my own business. But in 2012, uh, a group of thieves entered to my business and they took everything from me. But they didn't took my passion for photography. And I remember at the end of my photography studio, I find out there was just one camera left behind. And that camera was an invitation to reconnect with my passion. And then I realized that uh, I, I had to start all over again. But this time I will choose what I really want to do. And uh, at that moment, I realized I really want to travel and I want to be in the move, uh, getting to know new destinations. And I decided to connect my passion, photography, with something I really want to, to do, that is uh, traveling and photography. So I decided to start this business idea of uh, wedding photography uh, around the world. I want to portray the stories of different couples that are celebrating love, even they have different backgrounds and different ethnicities or uh, cultural traditions at the moment to celebrate a wedding. So I put that out there and that was my first journey. There was this wedding happening in New York and I was going there to be the wedding photographer. So I felt so excited. That was my first time getting out of the country to do something that I love. Uh, and that's how everything started. That's what was my first official journey, not collecting a smile. It wasn't my purpose to collect a smile at that moment. It was the first step to, to do something bigger, bigger than myself. And I didn't have a plan to do it. So that's how everything started. Um, from that moment on, it was like a roller coaster of emotions. Like if I have a plan to travel the world, maybe I will be uh, like saving more money thinking about how much it will cost. But when I lost everything, there was the moment to take risk. There wasn't anything else to lose. So that's what I decided to just uh, start my life uh, in a simple way, just connecting with the positive vibe and the stuff that inspires me. And that's how I decided to travel to New York and start uh, this idea of uh, love without boundaries. That's my concept of uh, wedding photography. But you know, sometimes you have plans and the thing didn't go like you planned. And I remember I get to New York and I, I met this couple. They were really excited about the wedding and the, they love my work. Everything uh, was, was great, but I'm not sure what happened between them. They, they get in a fight and they break up. So the wedding uh, wasn't going anywhere. And I, I wasn't hired anymore. And I was counting with that first job to keep going. But because the wedding uh, didn't work, I, I was able to have an open mind and an open heart to really experience 
uh, this this journey in New York, and I become a child again because I didn't have anything, but I was enjoying every day, like I was recovering this capacity to be amazed of simple things like snow. Uh, I, I'm from north of Chile, so we didn't have even rain, and I was in in New York. Uh, seeing the snow falling from the sky for the first time and I was opening my arms to the sky and trying to to really enjoy that moment and was such a gift um, and I was learning from that so the collecting my project become a, a gift for me because it came in that precious moment when I felt like empty inside like there wasn't anything else for me. Like everything that I had planned wasn't working. I felt like I was so small and tiny, like I can just disappear and nobody will ever notice me because I was in, in the middle of Times Square and people was passing through so fast. And there was so many people around me, but nobody was noticing me. And until one person, came to me and asked, hey, where are you from? And, and I realized, okay, I'm not invisible anymore. There is someone asking for me. And I smile and said, I'm from Chile. And he gets so excited and so happy that he come to me and give me a big hug. And I felt, wow, so welcome and so proud to be Chilean. But I didn't know why he was that excited. And the first thing he asked, was, do you have a coin? And then a little confused, uh, checking my my pockets for coins uh, and say, I'm sorry, I, I don't have money with me. And I was disappointed because I thought he was a friend, but he was asking for money. And then he laughed and says, no, I don't need money. I just collecting coins. And Chile is one of the coins that is missed in my collection. And then suddenly I understand, I realize, wow, I want to start my own collection, but I will not be collecting coins. I will be collecting smiles. And that's how everything started. And from that moment on, my journey to, to visit different places around the world was part of this mission to, to show that even we are so different, everybody smiles in the same language. Dang, man, that's that's one heck of an origin story. <laughs> with the discussion and conversation with the person who basically it sounds like it was a stranger, you just saw you, it came up and talked to you. How did you decide to choose smiles over anything else you could have chosen? Because you know that I learned uh, through photography that from the moment you focus on something, that's what start to to show up in your life. That's what starts happening to you. So I was living so many challenging situations from the robbery, from the stuff that I was planning and didn't work out like this a new job that I have with the wedding business in New York and didn't work out. But if I just focus and become the victim and I say, so uh, this is so bad and I start to complain about this, I will be stuck in those situations and those emotions. But then I, I, I have the opportunity to choose and enjoy uh, the, the experience to be in a new 
place, the experience to to get uh, with new friends and, and and explore around and and get lost and 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 laugh at myself because everything that was happening is like it's like I was in a movie or something, but then I realized that I was choosing to bring the joy and I was spreading positivity to all the people. Even I was living challenging time, I I was smiling. So I says, I want to bring that emotion to every person that connect with me. And the best way to do this is spreading positivity and happiness. And if I ask the people to share an inspiring story, something that make you smile, I'm sure more people will be able to connect with that and connect with the positive emotion that is related to that story. So that's how I choose uh, to bring, bring the joy. And I was focusing in happiness. Yeah, interesting talking about the joy of an emotion connected to just the smile. To if you break it down at the simple level, smile is what a physical motion with the muscles in our jaw and just kind of there. But if you look at the physiological demands, you've probably done some research into this. Is that emotional mood booster where people are like, "Ah, oh, I'm not feeling too well." It's like, hey, smile, even if it's kind of feels forced. It, it alters your body chemistry and even especially in the brain of how you look at the world and how you look at for yourself. Have you done any research into the physiological things or more just be like, hey, this feels good and I'm going to go with it? No, you know that uh, everything at the beginning was really natural. Uh, it comes re- uh, like I, I was feeling it. Uh, I was in, in, in this state of flow and I, I allow life to show me a way. But then in, in this journey, I, I have the opportunity to really study what it means. Uh, uh, I, I was studying uh, how serotonins and dopamines and uh, oxytocins are activated by the smiles and the positive emotion and how those promote this uh, better uh, well-being. And, and I felt like this is the path I want to feel more energized every day. I want to feel healthier. So I will choose to connect with those emotions because that's an invitation for my body to respond accordingly to how I feel. If I, I look at the mirror and I start to smile at me, there, there is something in my mind that get activated. They don't know actually if those emotions are real or no, but those activate this uh, mm. A segregation of serotonin, oxytocin, adrenaline, and dopamines, and that's are the uh, uh, are the endorphins that bring the joy and and give you all the energy that you will need to to have uh, all these positive emotions around you, and that's how I realized that this is what I need to keep doing, and I. Uh, start to uh, focus in, in that path. And I've been consistent, uh, uh, like practicing uh, this uh, way to, to live, like from the beginning of my day, I'm grateful to have another day and I'm able to focus in, 
what I have and not what I miss. Because for so long, I was looking for happiness outside myself. But from the moment I realized that uh, everything I was looking was already inside of me, I just need to share it with the world so I can spread and be abundance, abundance in happiness and, and joy and, uh, and all those beautiful emotions that sometimes we think that we need to get out there to, to find, find those. And, and this is the journey. The real journey is to reconnect with the best version of yourself. Interesting. You talk about the routine of looking in the mirror, smiling back at yourself and just being grateful for another day, another opportunity. With all the travels you've done with schedules always changing, do you maintain a routine that you do during your travels or you just learn to embrace the chaos of traveling? Wow. That's a great question, you know, because for so long, for almost seven years, I was traveling without stopping and everything was changing around me. And part of my routine was that, is to be more flexible and adapt to the situation. And I was happy to live like that because you know that uh, you are able to adapt to different circumstances. But then suddenly the whole world stopped for a second. It's like coronavirus comes and uh, all the lockdowns and quarantines around the world uh, had to change the dynamic. And uh, for me, it was uh, a, a really big uh, switch. Like now I'm, I'm back to my hometown. I'm back in Iquique. And I'm staying closer to my family. And I've been able to really focus in bring the joy through my foundation. I've been working through different campaigns and uh, my mission is stronger than ever because I know the value and the power of a smile. And, I, and I'm sure that uh, today more than ever is necessary that we need to keep the hope up and we need to, to keep the spirit uh, connected with joy and happiness. Even uh, we are passing through really uh, challenging times. So I, I was able to connect with a bigger purpose. And I says, even I'm not traveling, I, I have a message that that's the important thing. And now my voice has to be amplified because there is uh, people out there that need that injection of, of energy. They need to, to, get, uh, to be connected with this positivity to bring back the smiles and the joy okay from from all the countries you've been to what are some lessons you've learned from your travels interacting with people from different cultures different backgrounds what are some key lessons you've taken away from that well i remember uh, when i was in philippines uh, i i was so tired after traveling uh, in a long uh, plane, in a long flight from Tokyo to Cebu, at south of Philippines. And I, I was tired and I, feel, I didn't feel that good. Uh, I remember there was this uh, different connection, like 
from from the fly i had to take a train and then a boat <laughs> and then there was a, a like even a a, a a motorcycle that will uh, take me to the place where the family will be waiting for me and the only thing i i, I was like was just to rest and have a, a bed and and i remember i get to that place and there was this beautiful family waiting for me and the kids when they saw me they comes to me like uh, running just to uh, give me a big hug like they knew me from forever like i i didn't know them but the whole family they were expecting from me uh, because uh, they know that i'm the smile collector and i'm traveling with this little guy with Robbie that every time you hug him you will connect with this positive energy and they they want uh, love and, and happiness so bad they want that close to them that they were celebrating uh, that day for me and even I was tired and I uh, the only thing that I, I, I really want was uh, to have a bed uh, there was this huge uh, beautiful table full of 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 uh, really delicious food just to to make this uh, welcoming to to myself and i felt wow i felt so honored even the house was uh, so humble the only bed in that house was for me and everybody else was sleeping in the floor in coaches on hams it's like and they organize to to make me feel comfortable, and I, I says this is too much. I, I I was really grateful, and they says we are grateful for you, Roberto, because you you accept our invitation. You don't even care where you were staying. You say yes to us, and that's our gift. Uh, uh, and I says yes. I I saw you have such a beautiful family, and I really want you guys to to share what inspired you every day what made you smile and instead of sharing that directly they say we don't want to tell you we want to show you and the very next day we were jumping from waterfall to the open ocean and swimming with whale sharks and and then it, i realized like this is life what they have that freedom even seems like they don't have much they give everything to share uh, to make me feel a uh, welcome and that was such a beautiful gift it's like I, I realized that sometimes we 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 are not able to really value what we have and there's always something that is missing but they were so connected to the present moment and they were so grateful for the thing they have that they live in abundance. Uh, and that was one of the biggest lessons I learned because I realized that uh, love is, is the best gift you can, you can give to everybody. And that's what I received that day, this unconditional love and feel so welcome. And those kind of situations were like happening often in in this journey in different cultures different families or friends and and that's make me feel like there was something important i was doing 
a, a mission. So the universe was conspiring in my favor. So I'm able to keep moving. I remember one of the things that changed my mindset uh, was one day I received this message from Tobias uh, Baumann, uh, this guy from Germany that was following my, my journey in social media. And, and he says to me, Roberto, I love what you're doing. I love uh, seeing Robbie everywhere with uh, people smiling next to him. Make me feel that there is a reason for me to wake up every day. And then he shares his story. And he says, he's been uh, in his room all his life because he has a, a really severe muscular dystrophy. So he's not able to move. He only can move uh, one hand and that's the hand that used for the computer so he can travel the world through my pictures. But thanks to Robbie, he gets inspired to take one of his staff animal and send it with some friends to travel the world. So those friends were taking picture of this little owl and she, uh, she's, uh, his, her name is Frida. So Tobias started this blog where he was uh, showing the picture of Frida traveling the world. And that becomes something beautiful because it was inspired for something so simple, but at the same time so meaningful. And one of the dreams of Tavia was to get to know Robbie uh, and take a picture of Robbie and Frida. So I decided to, to visit him in Germany. And uh, I have everything in my plans and uh, I was connected with the family. I have everything, but uh, Tobias uh, leave us earlier. Uh, so my heart was broken when I heard, heard the news. But then I realized he, le uh, he left a legacy. Frida is still traveling and we're still seeing the pictures uh, of Frida connecting with the new people because now is this, uh, this gift that to Tobias uh, uh, just lived for everybody. That even when we think that we are trapped, if we're our spirit is free, uh, that will show to the world. And, and that's the, one of the most beautiful gifts that I, ha I have received uh, in this journey. So, so many value lessons that open my eyes to, grave, to gratitude. With being open to gratitude and receiving, Sometimes some people have challenged receiving the, these unconditional acts of love, these inspirational yeah. thoughts, or these, like the example of the family who, who had a bed just for you while they're sleeping in hammocks or sleeping on the ground or sleeping on couches. How have you navigated that in your own life and just been open to receiving that? Because some people feel uncomfortable. They almost feel, oh, there's an ulterior motive. They want something in return. But from what the stories you're telling me, these people are just giving it freely. How have you navigated that and just been open to it? I think uh, the first step is to make an exercise of let go all the, the fears. Because sometimes fear is uh, paralyzed yourself. I remember 
when I first started, there was so many doubts and fear because I don't even want to ask for a picture because I was afraid they would say no. But then I realized if I don't ask, it's the same answer. It's, it's, it's for sure or no, because I never ask. So uh, if I try and I lose the fear behind, uh, I will be able to be more open to give and receive. That's the, I think that's a, the most value lesson because uh, I remember when I was a, a kid, uh, I, I just learned how to give because it was the right thing to do. So I was always giving. And when someone wants to, to give me something, I was saying, no, don't worry. No, it's not necessary. No. So I was, I was saying no to life because I thought it was the kind thing to do. But then I learned in order to connect with my mission, I need to be more open to give and receive, but not maybe with the same person. It's not a transactional thing. It's more like give without expecting that person that will give you something back. But then the universe will uh, be in charge to bring that energy uh, manifested in, in maybe a gift from some, someone else or an invitation of a different source. So I, I was more open to that. Uh, and that's how I connect with this style of life, like flowing with life. There wasn't any concerns anymore because I was in this certainty that I was living my mission. I, I was living in purpose. So everything that happened to me is part of what is meant to be. Okay, switching gears. You talk about right now being closer to your friends and family in Iquique. How have they navigated you with all the travels you did in the last seven years? What were they thinking when you told them, hey, guys, I'm going to go travel here. I'm traveling there. And you probably missed some birthdays, some big events. How, how has that been uh, an interesting aspect of your travels along with be, wanting to be connected with your immediate family along with yeah creating a world family yeah the, the crazy thing is feel like i've been more connected now with them than ever because before i start traveling i was always so busy with my business that i was losing all the big celebration either way like i wasn't a present i was always working and even staying in the same city i didn't even have time to visit them to share time with them. And if I have, it was always like a running uh, out of time. It's like, I, I have to go, oh, yes, bye, uh, hi. So really fast, uh, uh, not a real connection. But then when I start traveling, I started with this uh, every day, like a time to, to make a video call, to be connected with them. And that make uh, a more closer bond. And that was beautiful because after that, I, I realized that I was able to, to really um, keep on my mission and be really close to family because there was always a time for ourselves to, to share what we are doing in the daily basic. So uh, 
at the beginning, they were really afraid that I will not ever come back. But then I realized uh, that I was so happy uh, doing this. They were so happy for me. Uh, and that's how we were able to really bond and, uh, um, make our relationship really strong. The, the power of technology, if, you know, 20 years ago, you'd gone on, on these adventures and travels with limited technology, you might send a letter or a postcard, but nowadays we have our cell phones, we've got internet. So I think that, that with the changing times, it sounds like you were able to prioritize your payment. Like, no, I want to make them a, a very high priority in my list along with the mission for collecting smiles. Yes. And I felt like because I was traveling, I, I felt like I really want to share with them uh, everything. So there, there was even sometimes it was uh, early or late because I was in different time zones. I was always connecting with them. And that made me feel like uh, I can keep in this rhythm because I feel the love of family close to me. And because of Robbie, uh, Robbie represents uh, the love of family. There was a beautiful gift from my sister that says that because I was never in the pictures, from now on, every time I get to a new place or get connected with new people, um, I, I can take a picture of Robbie because uh, that means that I'm okay. And that little doll represents myself on those pictures. <laughs> and there was so many unique, uh, beautiful things in Robbie because my father bring his first camera and put it in, the, in Robbie's neck. Uh, my mom could different smiles. So she can check which is the best fit for Robbie. So she, uh, so he can look like me. And that's how Robbie was born as a gift from my sister and my, my entire family. Um, so every time I get to a new destination, I'm able to hug Robbie and connect with all this love from family and remind myself that I'm in a mission. And that's beautiful. That's really, really meaningful for me. Okay, yeah, I was, I was gonna ask about the origin of Robbie, but hearing how your sister created it and your mom was working on the smiles, your dad putting the camera is, so I see Robbie in the background, is that your dad's first camera still around his neck? No, actually uh, the first camera was bigger. Um, that camera now is, is in a safer place, but this is a, a new, a smaller camera that uh, now it's carrying because at some point uh, we become ambassador of Nikon. So they give an icon camera for, for little Robbie. Uh, and that's the reason uh, we update the, this little camera. But uh, at, the, at, the, at the end, uh, I think the important thing for, for Robbie is it becomes this uh, magical uh, object that, that reconnect with uh, uh, the more meaningful thing about the pictures behind this Collecting Smile project. It's not only about the pictures, it's about the stories, it's about the, the connection. And, and you can see that there is so many people, so, so different from different places and everybody is holding Robbie in their hands. So it makes it make you feel like there is no boundaries anymore. It's like we are closer than ever. 
And that's, that's beautiful. And I think it's really meaningful. With you saying the boundaries are, are becoming less existent, with all the travels you've done around the world, does it feel like the world's a lot smaller to you? Because wherever mm -hmm. you've been, the communications, using the video calls, does it feel smaller or does it still feel as expansive as when you first started traveling? Yes, of course. It feels like, um, it, for me now, thinking of going to a, a, a new destination doesn't feel like really far away anymore. Uh, of course, it feels like you will never finish to uh, get to know all these destinations and beautiful places, but the world is smaller than you think when you start traveling because uh, every place uh, has a surprise, a gift. It's like you are able to connect with new friends. There is a family waiting for you to, to host you and to uh, welcome you and feel part of, of their uh, culture. And that's beautiful. Uh, and that's what uh, inspired me to keep going. But you know that because of, of COVID, this past um, uh, almost one year and a half, the things in, uh, in the world has changed. So how come I'm able to keep collecting smiles when those smiles are hiding behind a mask? And I was giving free hugs in the street, but now it's not possible anymore because we, we need to keep our distance. So how come I keep going with the, the project? I think mm, this is a more uh, important journey of, of all, the journey to rediscover this purpose and reconnect with the real message behind the collecting smile project. So it's about to believe in the beauty of your dreams that you need to keep believing even uh, in times of darkness, uh, we are able to glow through our smiles. So this is the challenge that now I'm building through this campaign that uh, we ask the people to make a commitment of one, one week of a random act of kindness and share those random acts of kindness in their social media to challenge every day through, uh, three new friends or, or, or persons that wants to join us in these light ambassador communities. So every time you, you share a positive uh, impact uh, action, you will inspire others to follow your example and to bring joy and make other people smile. That's our goal. And I think it's possible when everybody believes in, in the beauty of their dreams and they are able to, to do a, a change, a positive impact in this world because everybody has that power to, to share a smile and to bring the joy. With the Ambassador of Light program, you talk about random acts of kindness. For someone who's not familiar with random acts of kindness, what are some examples that you've done or you've seen other people do that totally just shifted somebody in a positive way? Yeah, something so simple like uh, saying thanks and really mean it. It's like uh, I... One of those uh, 
actions that we, we share in our website is uh, take the time to write down a letter to say thanks to someone special that need that recognition. But you know that today uh, the, the, the things are, are changing and it's so easy to uh, send a text, a WhatsApp, but when you do it like writing down in a real letter, in, it have something extra. It's like really meaningful. And that is a really powerful gift that maybe someone in your life deserve. And when you do that, you really do something uh, meaningful for someone else. That's uh, an, an action of kindness. Then something that uh, give away uh, a book, but not just a, a random book, a book that really serves you. And now you know that can serve other. And you can write down like a note why you are uh, choosing that book for that person. When you are really clear with your with your intentions, you can do uh, you can do a difference. Um, something like uh, just have a video call with someone that you miss and you haven't had the time to do it is, is an action of kindness too. So some sometimes we are not aware of those simple things that can make the difference. Even now that it seems like. Everybody is in their own world, like uh, they are uh, having their own challenge. We need to reconnect. We need to, to have a time to ask, hey, how is everything? So those are really powerful words. Open up and be vulnerable with someone special. That it could be an act of kindness for yourself. So those are the, the actions that we, we are trying to inspire through this campaign. Awesome. And for people, where can they find this website and campaign that you're talking about? Yeah, everything is uh, through the website of fundacionrovi.cl. That, that's the Chilean website. But you can access to the same website in rovismiles.org. O-R-G. Uh, so... Um, in social media, you can find Robbie Smiles in Instagram or Collecting Smile Project in Facebook. And all the information and all the, the beautiful pictures of, of people smiling around the world are right there. So I want to invite all your community and all the people that is listening right now to get to know more about this initiative and be part of this beautiful community. Awesome. And on a personal note, I know we were talking about it off air, but on the doorway from my bedroom, I have this small photo that you gave me when we met back in, I think it was like January of 2020, right before things were in this yes. closed down section. Yes, it's I'll true. see that photo every day. So I wanted to say thank you for, for sharing that photo with me. Thanks to you, Mark. It's, it has been really beautiful journey since we, we met. You know that so many things has changed. But the mission is up there. And I'm so glad you're still hanging that picture uh, in the door of your bed, of your bedroom, because it means a lot for me. It's like I remember uh, when we met, uh, I told you about uh, this encounter with this person. And I told about uh, how empowering the music uh, uh, is and how it invites you to 
to follow your dreams and to do something for yourself. And, and you share something really personal and, and was really beautiful. This, this type of encounters is, uh, is what make me feel like everything is worth it. This, this is the reason why I do the things that I do. Awesome. Yeah, I think right there. I mean, that's that's a great example of me giving to you. It's like, hey, even though we met a year and a half ago, there's still that connection. So I think, like you said, is you're able to receive that. And I was able to receive that photo. So it's cool to see that mutual transaction that we were just talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. This is so great. I, I feel so, so lucky and grateful for for living the life I'm living at the moment. And I, I think uh, because I'm connected with this, uh, uh, with a bigger purpose, uh, I, I just, a, a, a channel, I am here just to be a messenger of love. And I'm so aware of that, that I, I really want to contribute to this world in a positive way. Awesome. Well, thank you. For, I'll say that right now. Thank you for doing what you do. Moving forward, you talked about the Ambassadors of Light campaign. Is there anything else that you're looking at in the near future that's like, oh man, I'm really excited about this? Yes, yes. You know that that time that we met in LA, um, I was there because I was working in this um, production of Robbie Smile and his friend and his friend traveling the world for an animation series. So. I'm looking forward to, to really share more about this beautiful project where we are telling to kids uh, really meaningful uh, stories and adventures of little Robbie traveling the world and connecting with people that represent that diversity and, and different stories that give value. And, and that's uh, something that really inspires me because I'm sure uh, these are the type of content that we need to share with our kids. And I'm looking forward for, to see the, the result of this, of this work. So I've been working with this uh, the entire year and I hope uh, we can soon uh, have something else to, to share with you guys. Awesome, cool. So I know you've mentioned some stuff again, but before I ask my final question, go ahead, replug the websites, the social media, anything else you want to promote at this time. Yes, yes. So everybody is invited to check robbysmiles.org. And in Instagram, I'm with robbysmiles, TikTok, robbysmiles, and uh, Facebook, Collecting a Smile Project. So everybody is welcome. And um, I would love to see your messages and connect with you. So share your smile with us and be part of this beautiful community. Fantastic. For my final question, what do you do each day to make each day matter to you? Um, I think the, the most important thing is to be grateful. From the beginning of my day, I wake up and I say thanks for another day. I, I start my mornings uh, being aware of, of the gift of life. And I think thanks to that, I'm able to live in abundance because I'm really, really uh, grateful for family, for friends, for, for my mission. And that put, put me in the positive mood to give uh, everything I do in the daily basis is thanks to 
that. That's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that answer. I love hearing that. Guys, if you have from this interview, I'll see, I know Roberto a little bit longer than most of you guys have, but highly recommend you check out his Instagram, check out the Facebook page, check out the TikTok, all of the links that he was sharing about earlier. These will be in the show notes, so you'll have instant access to it. But it's great to hear the stories about your traveling, the lessons learned, being able to receive from others, the impact you've made on people, not just in your local community in Chile, but the world community, whether it's in Los Angeles, the Philippines, the, the guy in Germany, all those stories. I'm sure there's countless stories that we didn't even touch upon. Just you're mm-hmm. in the flow of saying like, hey, this story feels right. And if you want to hear more stories, I'm sure Roberto would be more than happy to share those like, oh, yeah, something sparked my mind. I want to share this story. So highly recommend you go check them out. So, guys, thanks for listening. Take this message, run with it and make today matter. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Mark. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the episode with Roberto Corona. Some key takeaways I got from this great interview with with my first international guest was the first part of his discussion about Tobias from Germany and Freda the Owl and all the trips and pictures Freda has taken over, over the years and months. What really stuck out to me was when Roberto was telling the story about Tobias and all of a sudden he just dropped that Tobias passed away early from the muscular issue and Deep down, when I was listening to that story, it tugged at me. Just here's an individual who found a way to connect the world and bring the world to him through Freight of the Owl and connecting with others who would, were willing to take out the owl any place and take pictures with it. And it saddened me that Tobias didn't get the opportunity to to see his mission continue onward. But at the same time, his mission is continuing onwards. And hopefully, if you've gotten a chance to check out the link for it, I did link the Freight of the Owl Facebook page in the show notes. I definitely think it's highly, highly worth checking out. My second takeaway was when Roberto was talking about being open to receiving. Of When you say no to receiving, you're saying no to life. Whatever reason, whether it's Western culture, Eastern culture, South America, Japan, China, whatever it is, I think sometimes people feel uncomfortable with receiving because of stuff I mentioned in the interview is people feel there's that ulterior motive that, okay, if someone's giving me something, is there a catch? Do they want something in return? But the way Roberto broke it down is, hey, you may not always give back to the person who gave to you, but there's always an opportunity to give to somebody else or somebody else could give to you that you never gave to before. And just being open to the possibilities of giving and receiving, understanding it may not be a one-to-one transaction. It may not be a one-to-one interaction, but the gift of giving to people for the purpose of giving and, and helping them in their journey, along with being open to receiving help and assistance in your own journey. For somebody who's traveled to so many countries around the world, that's that's the perfect insight for it, is just being open to giving and being open to receiving. The last thing that I took away from my interview with Roberto was is just enthusiasm, just to love on people. 
whether it's talking about the fam his host family in in the Philippines and how excited they were to see him and show him around and show him what what it means to be in a family community and be welcoming to new guests to the stories he shared connecting with Tobias and my time meet, talking with him in person when he was up in Los Angeles you can't match that it's it's really hard to fake being genuine on loving people loving others unless it's real if it's not real anybody and everybody's gonna see through it some people have those rose tin glasses on saying oh this person's so great no 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 guys roberto's the real deal i'm really grateful that I got, i've gotten a chance to know him and, and, and talk with him and create this friendship since we first met in, in los angeles I'm excited to see what he's doing with these projects. Obviously, he mentioned he has that animation project coming through. He has the Robbie Smiles project, where even though he's not traveling currently, I know down the line that's going to restart. He's going to be traveling. He's going to be hitting different cities, different countries, and he's going to be connecting with more people and, and sharing his mission. So, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of Roberto Corona. Highly recommend you go check him out because... You don't come across this kind of person every day. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Reach out to him, say hello, tell, tell him you heard him you heard him from the podcast. And I'm sure he'd be stoked to chat with you. So guys, enjoy it and don't forget to smile. guys thanks for listening to today's episode of struggle and victory if you or someone you know is interested in being a guest on this show send me an email at mark at markthecoach.net and i look forward to hearing all sorts of stories and getting you on the schedule